As creators, we are always looking for tools that make our lives easier and all-in-one software that do several jobs fall in this category and they are attractive to use. But what if they get hacked or if they ban you? These are the types of things I think about when picking a tool. So today I want to share my opinion and some warnings and downsides about these type of tools. Hi, my name is Tiago and welcome to episode 6 of the Stack Junction podcast. Today I want to have a small discussion about dedicated tools versus all-in-one software. But first, what are all-in-one software? An all-in-one software combines several things that usually require separated tools. A simple example is Substack that replaced WordPress and MailChimp, for example, as the website and the newsletter and combined it into one platform. In SEO, a tool example is Ahrefs, where it combines keyword research, rank tracking and backlink finder. So basically, it's a tool that combines multiple things that are closely related into one platform. So the pros of all-in-one software is that you only use one tool to manage several things that a creator might need. This means you only need one login and only need to deal with one company and trust it. So this is a very appealing uh, argument. Another appealing argument is that it can be cheaper than buying separate tools. As these tools combine several things into one platform, they can make more competitive prices by having small, a small profit margin in some places and as a whole, still make a good amount of money. So these are two very good arguments because it makes easy to centralize things for the creator and can cost a lot, a lot of less money. Now, when it comes to the downsides of all-in-one tools is that it has an increased risk of failure because you are putting all the eggs in the same basket. And for example, if your account is banned, you will be in trouble because you use this platform to several things. Another problem is if the platform is hacked or has security flaws. Another negative side that I find about these platforms is that they can be okay at the, the, most of the jobs they do and not great at most of them. So when a tool that does several things, they might not be the best at everything. And they probably aren't because no platform is perfect. Uh, this is something that I know and I've seen in several tools. They always have good and negative sides. An example I remember today is you can use ChatGPT as a Grammarly replacement, but it's not better than Grammarly at fixing your grammar or nor more convenient because uh, the interface is different, but this is an example where you can use a subscription you have uh, if you have the subscription to ChatGPT, so you don't need to pay for Grammarly because ChatGPT can fix your grammar. So my opinion as a creator is that I prefer to use the best tool for each job because I want to use the best tools. An all-in-one tool doesn't fit exactly um, the type of freedom I want to pick the best tool for each job. An example is that I like Ghost for my uh, blog and Ghost has some newsletter capabilities, but he's not great at the newsletter capabilities that the person might want. For example, Ghost does not have email automation where you can send a sequence of emails to someone that subscribed. This is just an example. So I use MailerLite for my newsletter and I combine the two, Ghost and MailerLite. MailerLite also has some blogging capabilities, but it's not good at the moment, so I use uh, each tool, uh, the best part of each tool to my benefit, so I can publish the type of content I want in the way I want. For example, even if I used Beehive for my newsletter, because Beehive is 
for me one of the best newsletter tools at the moment. I will probably still use Ghost for my blog because Ghost does some things on the blogging side that Beehive does, doesn't do or isn't great like Ghost is. So this is the way I look at things. I prefer to use the, the best tool for each specific job. I, I do this when I can afford to, to pay for such tools because I, I'm also aware that I can't pay for everything. So I, I pick in order of the most important ones. As a creator, another thing I do is that I prefer to spread the risk. And this means that I put security over convenience. One example is when I back up my photos and videos, I, I back up things in more than one external disk. So if one has a, an accident or goes bad, I still have the other backup. So this is the way I think, and I treat tools uh, this way. So I, I like to separate the risk. The equivalent of this separation uh, for my creative process is that I like writing my drafts in my notes taking app and only then I copy them to my publishing tool. This avoids um, me losing drafts um, if the platform doesn't save them or if I press the backspace of my browser and uh, the, the platform di didn't have the time to save the backup. So I've been de I've dealt with that and lost some, some drafts. So. I prefer to separate things. Another example that I, I like to separate things is the emails and password manager. For example, it's convenient to, to log in with, with Google or Apple. You just press login with Google, login with Apple. It's so convenient. But in my preference is to separate the, the things. This means that, for example, I make backups of my articles, my newsletters, my subscribers in different places, so I don't depend on the platform. So if the platform for a particular reason lost my data, I will still have a backup. So I, I like to spread the risks. And in the case of the email and password manager, it was just an example to show that uh, I, I like to separate things and um, don't depend on one specific platform to not have a single point of failure on everything around on my life when it comes to, to digital presence, especially my digital presence, access to emails, passwords, uh, writing content, publishing. So I like to separate it. I think this argument comes down to risk management versus convenience. All-in-one tools are super convenient as you can use them to do several jobs you need as a creator. But you also need to avoid the trap of forcing to use the specific features on these tools just because they are available. If they are not the best tool at the job, I think you will be better served by using a tool that is dedicated or is superior for the thing you are trying to do. In episode three of the podcast, I talked about that, where you should pick what works best for you. And I will leave the link in the description for you to watch that next. This was Tiago from The Stack Junction. You can find me on my YouTube channel, The Stack Junction, or my website, thestackjunction.com. Thanks for watching.